Welcome to StartupRad.io, your podcast and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. Welcome, everybody. This is Joe from StartupRad.io, your startup podcast and YouTube blog from Germany, bringing you again a finalist of the Content Shift Accelerator program, live and direct with a remote recording as we said before in the other interviews usually we would have done this at the frankfurt book fair which is one of the largest fairs in the book printing and book publishing in the world unfortunately it was completely cancelled this year due to corona and therefore we are interviewing all the finalists of the content shift accelerator program here on startuprate.io and bringing you some changes between now and here uh, some very different angles some very different startups that said i do welcome patrick the coo of script bakery here with me hello and welcome how you doing hi Jan. thanks for having me i'm doing fine we talked before and actually um there is uh of course everybody who listens to this or uh watches this on youtube go down here in the show notes there is a link to our blog post and they can find all the relevant links and that's where we try to keep up to date because in the past we had to change some urls and some stuff and it's quite tedious to do this in all channels so basically we're sticking to linking our blog post that said your linkedin profile doesn't tell a lot about you but when we talked before the recording you told me you have been active in online marketing before right yes that's correct i um, was a employee of a small um, software and digital marketing agency here in southwest germany um, during my time in the um, university i studied business administrations in freiburg and part-time i worked at the agency and did some google advertising did some search engine optimization and also instagram and facebook advertising what's your best hint for instagram what works best i think um, instagram is in dire need of authenticity so don't overproduce everything don't make everything the best content you believe there is just make it the best you can actually produce it has to be so relevant to your own brand i see many startups trying to mimic the instagram account of multi-billion dollar industries and trying to polish it up i think just stay true to your own brand to what you actually are right now and communicate that to your um yeah to your audience mm -hmm. i see and you more or less recently uh graduated from university also in the very lovely southern town of freiburg since we are heard across the world we may add that freiburg is a smaller very nice city in the very southwest of germany and is known to have like the highest temperatures usually in germany so it has a very lovely called microclimate right yeah you could um, argue that uh, freiburg is the cosmopolitan toscana area of um, so tuscany area of um, germany so we are actually yeah blessed with very good weather um, 
even in in um, Christmas times, we, um, we had uh, degrees of 20 degree Celsius. Um, some years ago, it's uh, yeah, sometimes not very um, theme themey for Christmas, but um, many people like it. For the Americans out there, 20 degrees Celsius is 68 degrees Fahrenheit. That said, you actually made me smile. You actually made me laugh out loud when you said you got your job as COO of this company because you have a black belt in Kung Fu? Yeah, that's true. So um, it's, a long, it's a long story. Uh, okay, first thing that came to my mind, you really need to beat your employees, but you said, no, uh, different connection, right? <laughs> yeah, um, actually, the, the, the beatings are not necessary right now, and I'm very glad about that. <laughs> We get along just fine with verbal communications. <laughs> And how did this black belt bring you to your current job? Yeah, okay. So um, it's a story about my um, boss, uh, Jonas, the founder of Script Bakery. And he actually um, trained at the same gym that I trained, but I was um, already um, graduated in the master program, you could say. So I got the black belt already and he um, just joined the gym. And I, I had a... Um, the responsibility to teach him the fund fundamentals of Kung Fu and martial arts. And he actually liked it really much. Also, I guess, because of my teaching style, um, which he um, found to be um, a good um, split between, um, I guess, authority and friendship. So um, lead by example, but also um, stay um, very humble at the same time i guess is a is a thing that you can um yeah compare um to, between my teaching style in martial arts and my management style in script bakery right now do you also think your um martial arts experience your martial arts training did bring you some discipline some uh learning abilities that you can use right now yeah i i definitely do think so um i can Just say that it's um, very good for self-confidence, for stress relief, for dealing with very high pressure situations. Um, it, um, I just uh, think to myself, if um, the things really heat up around me, I just think, um, what's the worst that could happen? Someone could try to murder me. I could tr die or something like that. And I'm actually... Not I, honestly, I don't uh, didn't have to be um, uh, in a situation where I had to defend myself, actually. But um, I can actually say that I won't, um, yeah, get knocked out by the first punch that would hit me. And that's the same thing for for business as well. Like um, right now, startup um, in the COVID-19 um, pandemic are very endangered, I would say. And it's just a thing like go on take the hit and keep going i know what you're saying from my past working as a consultant i can always say it really helps if you know you could just whack out the shit of this table it really really helps with the stress release that said you touched uh coronavirus covid 19 what is your experience with script bakery or your other duties so far what was the impact 
Yeah, the impact on the book market was very huge, I would say. Um, the, the big fairs got cancelled, Leipzig Buchmesse and Frankfurt Book Fair. Um, it's a huge impact on every bookseller. We are um, having a small publishing house in our agency as well. And it's just devastating, honestly. But for Script Bakery, it's um, also a very huge opportunity because we focus on digitalization. We focus on cost cutting, productivity increasing. And that's just the very thing every publishing house is now looking to because you have to, um, yeah, I guess, uh, clean clean the house now because um, COVID-19 and the pandemic will, um, um, yeah, Sink the sink the revenue, so you have to cast uh, cut all um, possible costs and look to into remote work, look into digitalization of your um, management, and um, that's just a thing we can um, help every publishing house to do right now. That said, what you guys are actually offering? What is Script Bakery? Does it have a lot to do with bakery? <laughs> uh, It does um, have some things to do, of course, with bakery. It's a very, um, I guess, um, um, artisan, artisan um, handcraftsmanship um, tool, I guess, for uh, publishing houses because it helps on a very fundamental rudimentary um, thing that is manuscripts. Manuscripts are the very basis for every content there is, also, of course, for books. And um, we help um, every publishing house to um, um, receive these manuscripts in a digital way, to analyze them, to manage them, to get an overview of um, the manuscripts you um, already um, have. And then um, we can also help you to detect some manuscripts which will um, fit in your um, publishing corpus like the things you already published and which manuscripts would actually fit into that so we um, try to to help you um, make time for the more important things because right now um, nobody has time to read all the manuscripts that the publishing house um, actually receives we have a rough estimate about 98% of all manuscripts that publishing houses are getting right now are not being read because nobody has the time. Um, a stupid question from somebody who's not in any way related to the publishing industry. Is it normally the case that there's like one department which has to deal with all the manuscripts that get turned in like on request, paid for, or just random people dropping their manuscript all over because they in hopes to be published? Um, are those guys are actually... Is there like a whole department full of JRs where people are sitting and just reading all the time? Uh, no, actually not. That would be way too expensive. Um, right now, there are, um, as I said, uh, 98% that are not being read uh, because many authors just uh, send the manuscript by email. Um, of course, there's a lot of, um, I, I would say, um, not so good manuscripts <laughs> that are being sent in. Um, but also um, a lot of hidden gems, you might say. And it's the job of the editorial to actually um, look after these manuscripts if they actually get the time. Most often it's just a, um, a networking thing because um, authors get the connection to the ed editorial and can say to the editor, hey, please read my manuscript, give, give me some feedback. Um, I'm, I'm very proud of it um, give it a chance please 
And that would be the case in which um, actually a manuscript gets gets read because right now you get a huge amount of manuscripts and you only you know only maybe one two percent of these manuscripts are actually worth the time reading it. So um, you may um, get some um, get some practicants get some volunteers um, into reading the manuscripts, but actually a full time employee will never have the time to do it. Ha, too bad. That would be a dream job, sitting in the chair all day and reading. That would be great, even though you, you actually have to grade all the stuff you're reading and actually you also um, like have to, as you say, read through um, less desirable scripts. Uh -huh. I understand. And what, what does your software actually do? It just helps you, okay, I got this one, I got that one, I got this one, or does it have some like analytics capability? Yeah, the big cost cutting thing is actually digitalization that you actually have a manuscript um, receivement software, which um, makes um, gets rid of all the analog process because a lot of publishing houses, especially in Germany, are very conservative and Jill, um, still work with analog print documents. Um, that's, uh, of course, very cost um, intensive. Yeah, that's the management part. And we also have uh, addition to it, the analysis, uh, analytics, and that's uh, powered by artificial intelligence. And there we actually can compare the new manuscripts to the old already published books and compare how similar are these manuscripts to your already uh, published books. Are they um, preferable for your program or do you actually wish to um, sell this manuscript to some other um, service or to some other publishing house because you um, um, realize this manuscript is um, a crime manuscript. It's about horror, murder, whatever. And you're actually um, just publishing theology, philosophy, um, economics, I don't know, something like that. So it doesn't fit. So you um, can automatically um, uh, realize it through, through the software. The um, artificial intelligence um, detects it, and then you can um, make some other money with it. Hmm. What would be interesting for my audience? How do you actually teach a software to recognize something is an economics book, is a horror book, or um, is just a sci-fi novel? How do you teach a computer that? Okay, so it's uh, all about... Um, machine learning, natural language processing. Um, our developers are um, in the field of linguistics and they um, detect um, various variables um, around the, um, the manuscripts. So you have various um, facts or metrics you can detect. And um, of course, um, something like um, the amount of commas is very basic, but also already telling and then it's get, it gets more complex, like a um, reading index, how um, complicated is the text actually written, and um, other facts. Um, the basic thing is you um, look out for all these metrics. Um, we even can try to detect some emotions you um, get when you read the text. So maybe you um, are reading some medical text and getting angel or frustration or panic, <laughs> something like that. And it works with um, machine learning already, the um, published books. So you have a huge 
corpus, maybe already 10,000, 30,000 published books in your publishing house. You detect all these books and you um, tell the machine beforehand, this one is crime. You are now going to read um, thousand crime books and the machine will recognize similarities between all these thousand crime books and will then be able to tell a new book apart from a crime book or science book, whatever. So it's all about um, pattern recognition. Hmm. Uh, one question I would have, how many thousands of books did you already put through your system? How much did you teach it? And which languages are currently working? Is it just German, English, Chinese, whatever? Okay, um, some facts. Um, the, the linguistic um, science is actually already um, two, 200 years old. It's um, already quite old, um, um, which might be surprising. We have right now 1.7 million data points, you might say. And um, we have about 100, 150 um, linguistic metrics which detect some um, differences, differences and similarities. And these already work in, uh, the basic ones work in all U European languages, Spanish, French, German, English. And we are right now um, looking to develop it further into the Arabic and Asian languages. But right now um, the, the prototype is in German and it's very easy to have the next step for the European languages because it's already implemented and um, the development will, will stretch it out. Hmm. Very interesting. Um, so um, you are actually right now looking for clients like publishing houses working with European languages, which would be everything like German, Austrian, Swiss, German, Italian, um, Eastern European, Slavic languages, uh, Nordic languages like Danish, Swedish, Norwegian, as well as English, French, Spanish and Portuguese. Would that be about right? Yes, that's right. Publish, publishing houses are the favorite customer right now because they, of course, have the most uh, amount of manuscripts and also are in need of the management, digitalization and the analytics. But we can also um, use just the analytics for several um, customer cases, um, especially the, the science-based uh, publishing houses don't need that much management because they don't receive that many manuscripts. Um, but they um, definitely need the analytics. What, what what kind of publishing houses actually receives like most input? Is there like the most people are just writing uh, sci-fi manuscripts? How is it? Where 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 are the most manuscripts turned in? Like novels, like sci-fi novels, uh, like crime books. Uh, what 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 is the, the 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 majority of manuscripts you have experienced so far? So um, we actually um, have a small publishing um, house in our agency, and uh, the most amount of manuscripts would be regional literature. It's really crazy uh, the amount of um, photo books, um, regional crime books, regional fantasy even stuff we get about the city of Freiburg is um, really interesting. And um, I would also say um, it's our experience with the larger publishing houses that it's a lot of biographies um, of especially older people, um, teachers, professors, doctors who are um, in um, 
yeah in the older um, of older age and um, actually um, decide to write a book about their own life and that's uh, i would guess the the, um, the biggest amount the biggest part but also there are a lot of um, yeah um, novels about um, fantasy in general because it's a huge market and um, the, the the crime is the uh, second most i would say ha huh. i'm a totally outsider with listening to a lot of sci-fi books that said um I would be curious. You guys are currently bootstrapped. You said you are um, in a group of companies to which also a regional publishing house belongs to, right? So you're not right now looking for something like external VC investors or something. Oh, definitely, we are. <laughs> um, we are um, a small um, enterprise, you might say. Um, we have two brands, which is the Script Bakery, the software, and the small publishing agency. But they are, um, I would say, two sides of the same coin or two brands of one company. And Script Bakery definitely is looking for investors. Um, we are um, right now working with a small um, investor, um, a regional investor which holds um, a small amount of shares, but we are um, already um, looking for international um, development. And for that, we will definitely need some guidance, some help of a um, bigger um, investor who has some, um, at best, international experience. And that may be an ideal place for an investor interested in AI. Yes, um, we are already um, getting funded from stateside um, artificial intelligence um, development. So the, the um, state of Baden-Württemberg is um, funding our program um, already because of the technical um, innovation in the um, in the field of linguistics and publishing. So it's very um, unique, I guess, um, point and. Um, a unique fusion between um, creative content publishing and technical artificial intelligence. And um, we are already um, looking yeah, for, for more investment in that, um, in that um, branch. We may add, because most people are listening to this or watching this are actually from outside of Germany. And um, we may add that Baden-Württemberg is one of the 16 states of Germany. That said, um, you guys are part of the Content Shift Accelerator program. What kind of benefits did you derive from it and uh, what type of companies would you recommend to apply for the next batch? So Content Shift actually was very helpful for us. Um, we um, have the advantage of having um, a lot of knowledge about the publishing market, uh, market already because we have a small publishing house in our agency, but um, the networking is the very biggest benefit of Content Shift. You actually um, are going to sit in a workshop together with about eight heads of the publishing industry and you really can say that the, the network of these people together stretches above, um, over the complete market. So you um, ha can actually reach everyone through these persons. Um, and you can also get a coaching 
we have um, had a lot of very good experience with um, coach Oke Schlüter. He is um, a doctor of a, um, of a media and content um, campus in Stuttgart and has a lot of knowledge, has helped us with our business model, with our marketing, with our go-to-market strategy. And um, also you have the, the networking through the other um, jury um, people and uh, the other coaches, mentors. So I really can recommend it to everyone looking to get into the German publishing market. You also get a lot of knowledge about the market in general, which was not necessary for us, but also a good refresh anyway. And um, the, the reach through um, these uh, events is also very nice. Um, we will have a final pitch at the Frankfurt Book Fair uh, directed to every um, to every visitor, which is, is of course something you um, yeah you always take because it's very nice. Um, you get a lot of reach. We even um, got recommended for for the follow up program, which is international and Europe based Creative Shift. So it's um, the same host, you could say, the Börsenverein um, in Germany, but it um, stretches all about Europe, and we are just um, getting started there with some um, other um, content branches and it's very um, nice to um, get in touch with gaming industry with audiovisual technology industry so you get a lot of um, knowledge and networking through content shift and the follow-up program hmm. well basically that's everything i want to know for this interview only thing left for me to say is best of luck and um Uh, good luck with the hunt for your next investor. Thank you. Thank you very much for the interview. And yeah, we are looking forward to get some investment and then you will definitely hear from us again. Great. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. That's all, folks. Find more news, streams, events, and interviews at www startuprad.io Remember, sharing is caring.